0: to the Chris and Sam Podcast. Pull up a bar store and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Chris and Sam Podcast. My name's Sam.
0: And I'm Chris. How you going, Sam?
1: I'm good. I want to say hi to everyone that's checking out our podcast, all the new listeners. Yeah, um, well,
0: good to have you on board here, Pauls.
1: Chris doesn't normally talk like that, so uh, he's having—I don't know what's <laughs> I, going on. He I might be like, having a stroke. I, th- I
0: think I might have spent too much time listening to those um, people in Memphis yesterday. Like, no, nah, there's only four hours worth of it in a row, but how that—that really, they really have an accent there. They
1: do. I—I yeah. uh, I managed to get Chris onto making a murderer, um, and then he cursed me because he spent ten hours watching that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got carried away. Watched the whole season; it was awesome.
1: And um, so, there might be spoilers if you haven't seen it.
0: Um, yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna talk about it yeah. in depth? Do you think? Well, okay. I, th-
1: well I think it's so. Mind blowing.
0: Oh yeah, I definitely think uh, everybody should listen to it. So, if you haven't watched it and you intend to, um, fast forward a bit through this for maybe two minutes or something. And uh, yeah. So um, yeah, no, I, it, w- it was really, really good. Um, I liked. I, I think most of us come to the agreement that it's unlikely Steve Avery did the murder.
1: Wow, the, some people do think he did it. I think yeah. what everyone agrees upon—what everyone
0: agrees upon—is that he shouldn't have got done for it, given the evidence yes. that was presented. Yes, I think right. it was
1: that shady. Was it? But uncle? you and I
0: agree that it, he probably didn't do it. No, I don't think he did. I didn't. I don't think he did. Um, no. But yeah, the, there was a really good. Um, uh, theory that was published, it came from a uh, YouTube uh, comment uh, on something, I don't know, but it was reposted in the subreddit, and, uh, subreddit and, um, and I sent it through to UA. Yep. And yeah, no, that was really, really cool. So basically the guy posited that the whole thing was the reason it doesn't make sense to think of it as a conspiracy because it's just too many inconsistencies is because there's two conspiracies going on
1: that they don't know about each other
0: and that yeah and they're oblivious to each other they probably d- do now or at least one party does yeah um where um there is an actual murderer who decided to frame Steve Avery a bit uh, a, a by a bit. putting a bit <laughs> By putting the 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 bones and stuff in in the in the yard and and putting the Rav four in the yard, yeah. but what the what this guy suggests happened, and I, I think is quite clever, and it, and it sort of reads pretty soundly to me, is that um, the the real murderer, and and I'm not going to even consider who that is, I've got some ideas, but we'll just ignore that for the moment. Yeah, the real murderer um, leaves the Rav four there with the keys in the ignition, and you know and sort of puts the things up against it and all the rest of it. Then what this guy suggests happened was that um, Mike Halbeck, the uh, brother brother or brother-in-law cousin. or whatever is, cousin, whatever he is, um, and uh, the ex-boyfriend, the weird one. Yeah, he comes across as a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> they decided, hang on, everything's happening in the Avery thing, and they go in without permission. And find the RAV4. Which four. you
1: can imagine happening if oh, yeah, you're in totally, that position.
0: Totally. Like, you know, if it was my sister or something that, yeah, that yeah. had disappeared, I'd be all over everybody's crap lo- looking everywhere. Everybody yep. knows his hell. So that's cool. And, I, you know, you can't blame them for that and whatever. But anyway, so they go in there with n- without permission. They come across this RAV4. They um, call, uh, what's his name? Korsak?
1: Yeah, the sheriff um, dude.
0: Yeah, 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 the, the deputy dude. Yeah and um, he's the one that I've forgotten his name. Is it Andrew?
1: Yeah, sounds good. Andrew, whatever. We'll go with that.
0: Yeah, he he comes in. He comes onto the property, and he calls in the license plate. Which, which is, is the and Yeah, that, that was in the uh, in the testimony. And he calls in the license plate to check if it is the right car, and it is. Then he goes to these two that were not supposed to be there, like, disappear, this never happened, you were never here. Yeah. We'll sort this out, right? Um, So Corset, whatever his name is, thinks, right, we've got Stephen Avery dead to rights. Calls Link. Link says, you idiot. You called the station on a cell phone. That's recorded. This will come up later. So um, cover your tracks by taking the license plate off. off, Right. Um, oh, and he also said um, Mike Halbach took the keys out of the car because he didn't want Steve Avery to drive off with it and c- put it in the crusher or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Kulsek grabbed the keys off Mike Avery. So they had the keys, right? Which, when they leave, becomes a problem because it's like, oh, crap, we've got to get the key back in there somehow. So that's one of the reasons why they reckon, you know, put the key. Yeah, after uh, the they visit drop, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and had to drop the key in. So, obviously, to make it stick a bit more, they did the blood thing. And, um, again, if you haven't seen this, I'm not going to go into detail, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. And yep. we we believe Link probably did Link did the blood thing. He knew where it was. Yeah, yeah. Just a, I mean, there's sort of thing, no other reason it that should have been open. And the real murderer is, like, in court going or watching the thing on TV or whatever and suddenly going, what the hell? Yeah. There's blood evidence in the air for it? There's... You know, Steve Avery's blood. Woohoo! How the hell did that happen? You know. So there's these two conspiracies that are going on, basically. Um, so anyway, there there was pretty good theory. I thought I liked it. I think it works pretty well. So um,
1: so you got your life back after watching that, and there was lots of questions and what the hell moments, and then you jumped right on into <gasps> another true life crime.
0: Well, I saw the post um, this week from um, Peter Jackson. Yes, that I sent to you, and you didn't realise it was Peter Jackson.
1: You know why i didn't realize, realize it is because it was a it was a LinkedIn article eh? no it was a facebook post well whatever it was his name was so little and shitty at the top it just didn't register with me. Could have been anyone
0: it was a facebook post so well, i'll I'll send we i'll we'll put a link to that facebook post in the um, show notes for this, but he had an interesting uh take because he'd spent in in the Christmas holidays he'd watched the whole lot and was quite strong feels quite strongly about it because he helped produce um, Memphis 3. So I thought, right, I'll watch Memphis 3. So I started to watch that yeah. and realized it didn't really give you all the detail of what had happened before. So I haven't finished it. I've watched the first 10 minutes or something. And I got Paradise Lost 1, 2, and 3, which is the um, original stuff on the Memphis 3. And that's the... It's crazy. The, I, I've watched 1 and 2, which is they're about two hours each. Yeah, it's very um, really long, eh? Yeah, it is long and it is a bit slow. It's not as good as it's it's not as polished murderer no but it's a long time ago I mean yeah, it, it yeah, was the first of its kind and it was award winning thing back then so it was done in 90, 94 96 yeah the murders took place into of 93 94 I think so you know so anyway Paradise Lost it is quite good um, not as good as Making a Murderer if you have watched Making a Murderer and you enjoyed it yeah give it a go um, and I can't talk about the Memphis 3 yet because I haven't watched it all but I will let you know when I do so um, yeah, making a murderer man, it just it just made me so angry. I think it made, it made so uh, many
1: angry. It made so many people angry.
0: <laughs> I know it's, it's just unbelievable cause, um, and, and 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 it spurred me into um, doing a pod, uh, po- podcast, a post on LinkedIn about the rise of long form media because you know you got Serial, which is along the same lines. Yeah, which is the I still believe it's the most popular podcast in history. Yeah, I Is think Is that so. correct? Yeah. I don't think it's been beaten. Yeah, so, um, you know, and that's the same sort of thing. So I think um, we'll see a lot more of this long-form and documentary-type stuff, um, as long as it's interesting. You know, if it's boring, it won't go very far, but if, it, as long as it's interesting, people will, will put up with a lot. So we'll put a link to my post on there in case you're interested in reading that as well.
1: Very good. What else have you been up to this week?
0: Um, what else have I been up to this week? Um, I have... Been cleaning the garage in here.
1: Yes, the podcast studio is looking really nice.
0: It's it's improved. It's not nice yet. It's no, improved. It has improved, and um, um, we will get there though. It will be looking beautiful before the 29th when the flat expe- inspection happens. Yes, <laughs> uh,
1: that's right. And uh, wow, well, Chris had to go through a lot of and a lot of stuff that he's been hoarding for the many years. Oh yes. And uh, we've actually got a new segment because um, <laughs> Chris has boxes and boxes and boxes of unopened envelopes. Uh, from everywhere. Uh, apparently none of it's important. Um, so well, got I don't
0: know if it was important or not. So we've got a selection of unopened envelopes from the years. We
1: don't know what year it's from. We do know, uh, the, I don't even know what the segment's called. It's uh, Chris's unopened envelopes found in the shed section. <laughs>
0: Chris's unopened mail.
1: Um, so the first one, that we're only going to do one an episode. Uh, but I do have his unopened Vodafone bill here. So let's get I'll right be into. I'm
0: curious it. to see what what year that is, Chris.
1: I'm going to give Chris the date. This is from the 21st of October, 2002, Chris.
0: Oh, so it's it's not an old one. Um,
1: <laughs> this is how Chris's mind works. It's not an old one. No, um, no, because
0: I pretty much finished Vodafone around 2002 because I started work at Telecom in 2002. Because um, I started with them in, as Bell South, and I was one of the first 10,000 customers. My customer number was eight four one zero. Um, good story. There's a <laughs> pickup line for you, Chris. Uh, see how that works so, for you. So anyway, so this won't be very much. It'll be like um, I would have had it like on a prepaid type deal or paid twenty thirty bucks a month. I mean, when I first got that Bell South, I got a hundred minutes a month, no texting because it hadn't been uh, on the thing, hundred minutes a month, and it cost me three hundred and sixty dollars a month.
1: It's got previous account balance from September as well, so you sort of half paid it. You sent 24 text messages, and I'm trying to work out what your charges are made up of. Actually, most of the... Oh, you know, you are on a, you're on a daytime 100 pricing plan. Yeah. It looks like it gives you 100 minutes, and your the amount that you owed them uh, was $145.51.
0: That's uh, a standard monthly type fee.
1: Wow, it was $80 and then $4 for your actual usage, and then you owed them stuff from the month before.
0: So $80 a month, nah, you know, because what do you get now for $80 a month? Like quite a lot more than 100 da-
1: Yeah, well, minutes. you'd get data as well, whereas this has got no data because your phone wouldn't be doing data.
0: No, 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 not in 2002. So, yeah, so that's an exciting, exciting glimpse into the life of Chris Anlon right
1: Yeah, very interesting <laughs> glimpse into um, a hoarder.
0: I, I swear that I, I wouldn't be surprised if we open one of those letters, and we've got a stack of them there to, to, to go through over the, over the next few months. He's pretty confident. Um, there'll that be a check in one of them, and it'll yep. be like, oh, damn, I should have cashed that when... I should have opened the envelope, really, because I've yeah. done that before. I've opened the envelope so years we, later and gone, oh, this check.
1: We grabbed a handful just for this segment, and actually he threw out, I don't know, there must have been over 100 of them.
0: Oh, I, I threw out boxes because there was a bunch of opened ones as well, obviously, but um, yeah. Yes, anyway, so there you go. That's uh, my hoarder. Um, I had to fight the urge to hang on to stuff. Um, yeah, you I was, have no idea what that took out of me.
1: I was uh, yeah, I bet I was just throwing stuff in the boot of the car. This is going. <laughs> when did you use this last? Never.
0: Uh, uh, oh yeah. But I might. It could it still
1: works. I can use it sometime. You might have a winning lottery ticket uh laying yeah. around maybe. Oh,
0: yeah, they only last what, a 12 year months. Or two years.
1: Yeah. So, you might you who knows. Yeah. But what about, you know, a lottery reimbursement fundraiser? That's got to be good.
0: Can you bring that up on the thing, on the screen? Yes. Because, um, um, so there was this, uh, I th- I'm sure it's in the, it was the, the website's a UK website, but I'm sure it's an American um, story. But this woman basically spent all her money on the $1.5 billion. Uh, Powerball. Powerball thing. Here we go. go. Go down and I'll read it out. Meet Cinnamon, Nicole from Cadova, An example of absolute twattery, she <laughs> allegedly spent her entire life savings buying up all the Powerball tickets she could afford. Despite the chances of anyone winning the jackpot being one in 292.2 million, one in 292.2 million, she still decided to go big. However, it didn't go to according to plan, and surprise, surprise, she didn't win, and now she's completely penniless and asking for your help. Yes, she's doing a crowd, crowdfunder, um, the fundraising GoFundMe page to get donations and spend another fortune trying to hit it big again. So not only is she just trying, she's not just trying to get all the money back so she can pay her bills. No, she's going to get enough to pay the bills plus more to spend more on the, the tickets. Um, that's her quote, "A, eh? Please help me and my family as we've exhausted all of our funds. We spent all of our money on lottery tickets expecting to win the $1.5 billion and are now in dire need of cash. With your small donation of at least $1, a like and one share, I'm certain that we'll be able to pick ourselves up from the trenches of this loss and spend another fortune trying to hit it big again. Please, won't you help a family in need? Donate now. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, Just a typical stupid American. Um, She won't be the only one out there, but she will be the only one that's decided to... um, Fundraiser? But I mean she raised $800 of the 100,000 that she oh, wanted before it got they canceled closed,
0: closed it down cuz the um they yeah they, they
1: realized how stupid she was Yeah, and yeah thought yeah. we can't uh, publicize the stupidity much longer.
0: <laughs> it's, oh, it's just oh, man that's just unbelievable. I've, I I am speechless. I'm speechless on that one. Um so I did <laughs> I did my own mistake though. What's that? I was in a bit of a funk a fuzzy headed state when's this i don't know but i heard about this 1.5 billion so i went out and bought a lotto ticket i had a conversation with you about it and went out and bought a lotto ticket okay and i'm like wow how did it get up to 1.5 billion (laughs) uh yeah yeah. i didn't win anything by the way
1: oh (laughs) that's okay no one does
0: (laughs) so so yeah i don't know why any of that happened so anyway that that's cool. Um, I am still not employed. I have been I've I am now accepted for getting some help from the government to pay my rent, which is cool.
1: Thank you, government. Um,
0: yeah, Sam's thanking you because otherwise he'd be like, um, can you help with my rent? Um. Yeah. Because uh, I, nah, I got down to about fifty bucks, I think, in my account before that happened. So now I got enough to pay the rent. which just cool. But I've still got a couple of. Uh, I've applied for a couple of jobs, so I'm waiting to hear from them. And I've got a couple of little bits and pieces still going on with um uh, agency and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: so filming stuff. Filming stuff. What was the other one the other day? Um, Are you comfortable filming topless?
0: I yeah. Uh, I've got. I've been confirmed for a topless shoot for. Dirty Laundry, which is a new um, TV show. I have no idea. What Sounds is. amazing. Yes, I hope
1: the New Zealand public are uh, ready, braced.
0: For, ready for my um, yeah, my not so slender midriff. Anyway, um, so there was that. Did you see the thing about the um, the sheep?
1: Yeah, I, I I know. I did. I actually saw it. Even though I'm not watching the news, somehow I saw it on Facebook. I think. Yeah, yeah. And then my cousin from the UK was sending it to me this morning. Oh, really? Yeah, look at this. I was like, yeah. yeah. So there
0: was a, um, a, a road ch- chase, a, a cop car chase. Um, the guy, and this is down south, I think it was Canterbury. Eh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. And it, he, he like was booting it out of towns, high speed cop chase. <laughs> he comes flying around a corner, and the roads just filled with sheep. As the farmers moving the sheep up the road to the next paddock, and the cow, <laughs> he, he had nowhere to go. He just stopped, and the cops took him out and and arrested him. And that was the photo that was in the in the news. Yeah, it was a cool photo. It, it was a really good photo. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> constable sheep on on the beat. <laughs> so that's that's one of those uh, only in New Zealand stories, really, isn't it? Pretty much, and then there was a,
1: um, I'll link to it, uh, the exact same thing that you just said. It was pretty much only in New Zealand stories, the top 10 only in New Zealand stories. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was like New Zealand Herald, and they were like, um, they had a protest at Parliament where the the guy drove the tractor up onto the steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, a whole bunch of just random stuff that's happened.
0: Yeah, no, no, I remember that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, So, um, so that was cool. Um, oh, the other thing that I thought was amusing in the in the news, well, a little bit amusing, was that Oregon militia thing. Yeah, uh, those yeah. Guys, did you see the uh, clip of everybody sending in, um dildos and, and oh, various bits and yeah. pieces? <laughs> no <laughs> sense of humor. Some.
1: Oh, okay. The co—I oh, see so it makes sense once you get into the story. So, the co-founder of Cards Against Humanity. He sent them fifty-five gallons of lube. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I think that's awesome. And I,
1: I'm just thinking, like in America, that fifty-five gallons of lube is probably just something you can buy on Amazon. And oh, I'm pretty sure that's. What it and it's probably make... not even their biggest quantity. Yeah. Like if you need a bigger quantity, they'll bring in a huge like tanker of it.
0: <laughs> so, so, so they, uh, and and good on him. The the cards against humanity, and it's it's obviously um, a huge. Um, uh, ad- advertising <laughs> booster for them as well. But yeah, these guys have been sent out all these uh, dildos and all the rest, so he puts in um 55 gallons of lube. That's, yeah,
1: that's
0: $1,175. And so they've got a thing over there now, uh, and I, th- it's not Amazon, I don't think, but, well, I'm pretty sure it's not, but it's another site, and, and I'm sure if you Google it, you'll find it. You can go and order to be sent to somebody who don't like this thing it's called eat a bag of dicks and oh right and it's a big brown manila envelope and it says eat a bag of dicks yeah and it opens up and it's just full of gummy penises
1: oh because there's one because um, these pop up in the entrepreneur subreddit on reddit all the time and one of them was you could send someone some shit and they got it from their, I can't remember if it was a dog or some sort of animal, and then they'd ship it wherever. But there was a story that this guy, I think it was last year, and it was, send your enemies a, a bag of glitter. So he stuffed glitter into an envelope, right, and sent it. Now, it got on Reddit, it went mental, and he basically could not upscale fast enough in a business sense. He yeah. c- he couldn't keep up with demand. He had glitter everywhere. And it's been a year, because <laughs> s- he sold that business for $80,000 <laughs> because someone bought it. And uh, he's still finding glitter everywhere like a year and a half later.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: So something that started as a joke turned into a viable business and he made a lot of money.
0: Yeah, 80 grand. Nothing to be sneezed at. I could handle that right now. And we're talking about your entrepreneurial things or is no. that a little early? Oh, no. Okay. still early. Sam, Sam's getting some entrepreneurial leanings at the moment. Uh, I mean, Maybe. He always has, you know, with his op shop directory and all these other things, but he's got a new project he's looking Cause, at. Cause we'll w- talk about that later. Because
1: that's what I need is another project to fill in my time.
0: Yeah, 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 no, because whatever. <laughs>
1: I've been biking a lot this week, though, which has been good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, I fell off a scooter as well. That was good. Um,
0: I wasn't there, unfortunately. Damn. Oh, yeah, it was a bit. It was. Str- I was there when he's pulled the plasters off and ripped all the hair out. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was strange though, because luckily there was only like one other person at the park. And then after I fell, uh, fell off the scooter at high speed down a hill, um, grazed my knee. If anyone was wondering what I actually did, uh, stood up, and then all these other people turned up, just like five minutes after that so I was like oh I timed that well that was good Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah didn't and um, so I sort of slid along the ground and my daughter came running down because she was at the top of the hill and honestly I was like my first thought was is she okay even though I'm the one sliding along the ground
0: <laughs>
1: and then uh, I was telling her mum I sent her a text and says oh day's going good I fell off the scooter and when I saw her yesterday she goes did you fall off the scooter or did she I said no me and first thing she says is did you cry Like, no, no, I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks for asking.
0: Oh, good one. Good one. Um, yeah, no, it's been good having Chloe around here for a bit for the last couple of days or whatever. Yep, Yep, yeah, she's been uh, school
1: holidays. So they've got uh one more week left and then they go back on February the 2nd. I think it is.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, we've. Uh, i just had a meeting this morning with the organisers for APAC. So that's yes, the we better a- we better name drop now. Asia, Asia Pacific um, podcasting conference that I'm helping with. So I'll be doing a little bit of front of house stuff or something, and speaking a little bit, uh, moderating or something. So not quite sure about all that, but I've got a few tasks I've got to do. So that's in two weeks, eh? Yeah, it's in about two weeks' time. So um, y- you can go to Conference dot com to find out more about it, or just Google that. Um, and uh, yeah, if, nope. if you get a chance, go along. The uh, It'll the be main. Really
1: s- cool. Speaker is Cliff Ravensdown, Ravenscourt. Ravens Court? Butcher- Ravenscourt. I'm gonna. I I'm butchering yep. his name, but uh, he is the podcast answer man, and he's one of the most famous.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's big time, big time. Yeah. And he would normally talk to thousands of people at a go. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. won't have thousands of people there. No, no. <laughs> well,
1: you won't. I'm not going. Um, <laughs> I look forward to uh, hearing all about it when you get back. Yeah. Are, you, are
0: you not? Are you working those days or? I can't afford it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if I can sneak you in. But we'll no, no,
1: I probably, I think I am working actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because my weekend off's this weekend.
0: Yeah, no, that's cool. Did um, they talk about having this barbecue, whatever? Yes, briefly. I've uh, oh. Still got to organise that. Still got to be organised. Oh, okay. So, so that'd, be cool. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, the other thing I've been organising because you know, um, just because I don't have a job doesn't mean that I'm not busy as hell. Like, busy, seriously, busy, seriously busy. Well, when I'm not watching Making a Murder and stuff like that, but um, but yeah, no, I've I've been, we're we're full into the swing of TEDx Recur. We had a few new guys uh, come along to help out with the organising. Did you um, finally finalise? Already dropped out.
1: Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who was that? Was that, our, was that who it I was, think it, it is? was?
0: The one? I, no, it was the one I didn't invite. Um, oh, there we go so, then. Which is fair enough. She said, she, uh, she's got probably too much on to help out, which is fine. And she said she'd help out with whatever little bit she can.
1: That's good that she's got the balls to say that now.
0: Exactly. I, and I did make a point of that because last, we've had people before that have said, oh yeah, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And then something else changes in life, you know, the the partner, the living yeah, arrangement, yeah. their work or something and everything goes That life
1: crap, thing always know. gets in the way of things. Eh? Yeah,
0: I know, I know. So, um so anyway, so we are st- still looking for speakers. I think they've sent out things to speakers. We've got a really good um, I saw a video from somebody's one of the speakers or one of the Potentials. potential speakers. Awesome. Um which looks really good. I'm quite keen on them. I can't really give it away right here and right now, but um there's a date
1: uh, already locked in place, eh?
0: Uh, there's yeah, the date is locked in. Um and I'll probably get it wrong now. It's thirtieth of July, I think. Either Either that or the Saturday that's closest to that. I think it's thirtieth of July. Excellent. Um, so yeah, so that'll be really cool. We're going to have a lot more people this year than last year. Last year we were limited to hundred. This year we are limited to five hundred by uh, the rules, but I think we'll only be we'll be limiting ourselves to three hundred. Because oh, of the okay. size of the venue. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do have other options so if there is a uh, sufficient demand we might be able to go up to the 500 but at this point we're looking at 300. Um, so yeah, tedxrecura.com you can find out bits and pieces about I'm it going to, I'm wait,
1: I'm working that day but I'm going to book it off soon so I can make sure I can actually, I can actually go. Yeah,
0: go this time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so definitely, um, it, it's it's a great great day, great event. Um, help out if you can. If you know of anybody who has a good story that would be willing to get up and talk, they don't have to talk for long. It doesn't have to be a twenty-minute talk. It could be a three-minute talk. It yep, could be and there's cool. coaching to help them out. Yep, um, I do the speaker coaching, and we do quite a bit of it. That's why we want to get the speakers on board now and start working yeah, with them. That's really good. So though. that by the time they go up there. It's They don't even have to think about it. There's, you know, it's just built in. Automatic, yep. So, so that's where we're going with that. Um, and what else are we doing? I've been just working on the website for our only humane movie. Um, so that's getting towards being finished, and I've got to sort out I- all the festivals and stuff like that. I've
1: physically seen him working on the website Adam, so he's just not making it up. <laughs> <laughs> just to let you know when you listen to this. By the time
0: Adam listens... Oh, no, actually, I was going to say. By the time Adam listens to this...
1: He might listen to this ha- tomorrow.
0: Yeah, he um, he will have seen it, but yeah, if he listens to this the next couple of days, he won't have seen it, because I've got a lot more work to do. Um, I'm doing all the back-end stuff that will like make it tweaky look Tweaky bits. Good. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing to show until I've done all that, and then I can... Yeah, anyway. So uh, that's really cool, um, and I might end up being uh, selling uh, websites as well for uh, businesses. So if you know of a business that's having a bit of trouble with their website. Or need an upgrade. They need an upgrade. Um, we're talking about pretty serious, serious websites here with serious SEO um, setups, and uh, we can do content and all the rest of it for you. Um that's something new that I'll be getting into fairly soon. Um I don't I'm not the guy that does all that. I'll just be um like the consultant. So don't worry, it's not me <laughs> doing the programming. No, no, they've got other people w- doing it. I wouldn't I wouldn't consider myself a uh website designer. I can muck around and do my own one and I can muck around and do the only humane one, but uh yeah. Anyway, so um what Very else have you what do you got coming up?
1: Oh, I have no idea.
0: When's uh, the Great Pumpkin Carnival? That's March, is it?
1: Uh No, 3rd of April. Actually, April. I've got meetings for that for next week.
0: Yep. Yep. Are you looking for anything? Do we need our listeners to help out with anything?
1: Oh, I just <laughs> want to give me some cash. That'd be cool. <laughs> no, I'm good at do you, the moment. Are you
0: looking for sponsors? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, what sort of sponsors do you, uh, do you have? Because well, to... you got Mitre 10's already a sponsor, right?
1: Yeah, sort of. I got to track them down too. They they were, everyone's hidden from me. No, uh, I just need some cash uh, real soon to get the um, registration for the Pumpkin Commonwealth thing in America.
0: All right, so he's got to go to the International Pumpkin Body, as it were, yeah, in, in America, and register this as a uh, official way off site. an official way offsite, so that the the record will be uh, recognised around the world. Because last year we got the hi- biggest pumpkin in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. yeah, it was right eh? Yeah. Yep. So that's how, how big strong. was it, Sam? Cause you know
1: 754 kilos.
0: Yeah. He knows so well because he just tells everybody all the time.
1: All uh, the time.
0: All the time. And, and it's amazing being there when they get a 750 kilo pumpkin off the truck with a with a crane. I mean, seriously, you just look at it and just like, "Whoa. How, how big is the giant pumpkin in our backyard going to get, do you reckon?"
1: <sighs> Not uh I don't know. 100 kilos if it's lucky.
0: Oh, okay. And why? Is that just because it's uh, crap ground there? Or?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's growing in a very small area. I haven't really been doing anything with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been in a bit of a funk this year with the pumpkins, to be honest. But that's all right. Uh. Next year's looking good.
0: <laughs> no, fair enough. Because you other one and um, your other property, the property's getting sold, so that might be a bit of a...
1: Oh, that plant's crap. crap. not doing anything. Actually, so... Oh, I, damn. Yeah, that, this one out here is better. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, where? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. No so, worries.
0: So that's cool. Okay, so if pumpkins. Uh, anything else you're getting on to?
1: No, no, that's about it, really.
0: Oh, old laid back, Sam.
1: I am. Chris keeps talking. To- <laughs> I don't know if Chris can see the time. He just keeps talking.
0: Uh, yeah, right. No, it's... Uh, okay, so we're getting over time. That's fine. That's right. you, you're going to delete all the gaps, and there'll be, like, heaps of time.
1: No, actually, when you do delete it out and edit it, it only takes it down by about 20
0: seconds. It's
1: quite surprising.
0: Oh, cool. And maybe I don't say as many crap things as I used to when we first started doing this.
1: But if you do want to hear all the random stuff and more laughing of Chris, make sure to check out the com.
0: Yes, uh, you can check us out on Facebook. There'll be more uh, posts going up on Facebook, I believe. Uh, at Chris and Sam Podcast, the Chris and Sam Podcast, and Chris and
1: Sam Pod on Twitter, where there's lots and lots of people following us and interacting and saying hello.
0: Yes, so uh, hello to you all. If uh, tell us what you think of the new mail for Chris. Uh, yeah, because we've got
1: we've got all sorts here. We have got like all these <laughs> envelopes that we need to get through.
0: And uh, if you want to hear anything specific from us, or you've got any questions, or you just want to get on the show, let us know. Uh, otherwise, that's pretty much it for, uh, for this week, is Yep, that's us. All right. Catch you next time. See ya. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.